welcome one and all to Eagle Auto Park On The Go Podcast. You're there. I'm here. I'm your host, DJ Harrington, better known as the Cardiologist. Eagle Auto Park Podcast comes to you each week to inform, educate, and bring you tips keeping your vehicle in top-notch condition. Our special guest today is the general manager of Eagle Auto Park, the one and only Doug Williams. Doug, how are you today? Oh, my friend, I'm, I'm doing well. I don't know about that introduction, the one and only. I, I don't know about all that. I, I'm doing good. How are you and Sheila getting along? Sheila's doing very good. She's working diligently on the Thanksgiving Day message. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be great for those who listen to that uh, Labor Day message. Uh, I've listened to it a couple times, and uh, just the facts and stuff that she had with that are just just awesome. She always does such a fantastic job. Yeah, and she already mentioned to me about the Christmas one, and I said, as long as you do as good as you did last year for Christmas, you're all right, Sheila. We'll keep you on the payroll since you're my wife. <laughs> we'll keep you working. Uh, I'm sure she'll be fine. Our listeners, you know, this is the season right now where up there where you live, and of course here in Georgia too, up in the hills, a lot of deer are being hit. So yeah. what, uh, what do you want to say about something like that? Well, you know, I hate to say it, but we as recyclers always look forward to this season because it means a, a real upswing in business. But at the same hand, we certainly don't want to see any accidents or anybody get hurt uh, with deer hits. But it is one of our busiest times as an auto recycler uh, with deer hits because they are so numerous really starting in October. And I've got a few facts I'll uh, share with you here about, about deer hits. There's about one and a half million deer hits uh, or collisions each year in this country. Um, and about a half a million of those, there actually there's no deer struck that the driver swerves to miss the deer and then it, it causes an action, which we'll talk about a little later, but that is really not the best thing to do because uh, that can be actually more serious than if you just hit the deer. But a million and a half deer hits every year causes about $1 billion in property damage, believe it or not, with deer hits. Um, and the cost of those repairs are really going through the roof now, especially with everything costing so much more. But uh, in the past two years, just the average cost of a claim of a deer hit is up $4,500. So, you know, if you hit a deer and the airbag goes off with the price of these airbags, that has also gotten extremely expensive. Um, and then, you know, on a sad note, there's about 200 fatalities every year with deer hits and about 10,000 fairly serious injuries with deer collisions. So, I mean, it, it really is a pretty dangerous time. Um, you know, the most common time to hit deer is morning, early morning dawn, and late evening. But the evening is by far the worst. You know, between 6 and 9 p.m. is when your chances are really um, pretty pretty good of, of hitting a deer. Um, and then also, believe it or not, a, a full moon makes it a little worse. There's more deer hits on a full moon than a night without that. And then November is the highest mark. Uh, that's when a lot of hunting seasons, you know, come in in November. Uh, and the deer are really in the rut that time of year. 
um, October starts the season, November is the worst, and then December, you know, starts slacking off. Uh, but uh, so November, you know, is again is the highest rate, and then of course certain states, DJ, are are worse than others. And uh, we fortunately, and I think this is like the fifteenth or sixteenth year in a row, our great state of West Virginia is number one. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, you got a one in thirty-seven chance of hitting the deer if you're driving in West Virginia. Which you know that's really that's pretty good odds. I'm sure sure people would be happy to play Powerball or whatever else with those kind of odds. But that's our odds here in West Virginia. Uh, Montana follows with uh, one in thirty nine. South Dakota one in forty eight. And Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Mississippi, Wyoming, Minnesota, and Iowa round out the top ten. Um, so I guess what 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 do you think would what would be the safest place? What would be your guess uh, to live uh, for your odds not hitting a deer, DJ? What would you think? Um, I was going to say Georgia, Florida. <laughs> Actually, no, uh, Georgia's up there uh, because you have a lot of rural land, especially in North Georgia. In North Florida, Georgia. there's a lot of deer, uh, especially a southern Florida, where you have the a other lot of stuff. deer. A lot yeah. of deer. I would see deer all the time. Now, see, in New Jersey, where I went to school, um, I went to college in Florida, but in high school, I ran over a deer that was already struck. And I ran sure. over the back end of the deer in an Austin Healy 3000. <laughs> and when I got to the Texaco station I worked at Saturday morning, the owner said to me, well, you got something underneath your your engine block here. And I said, what is it? He said, you must have ran over a deer last night. I said, yeah, I did. He said, well, you got the tail end of it in the in the bottom of your car. So he helped me <laughs> take off. But he had already been in the road, and I didn't even see it. You know, it was so dark out, I didn't even see it. It was already down. Yeah, that can that can come up so fast. No, the, the safest place if you really don't want to hit a deer, you have to move to D.C., our nation's capital. No way. Yeah, that your, your chances are there are one in five hundred and sixty-nine. So your odds are pretty good. Or you might choose to, and I'd probably choose to this. You can move to Hawaii because there your choice, your chances are only one in four hundred and seventy-four. So I think I'll move to Hawaii over D.C. Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> Who would ever think? Now, now I'm worried out of a million and a half hittings or sightings of deer, a full moon, I'm going to watch out for a full moon, that's for sure. Well, yep. why don't we take a break, Doug? And when we come back, let's go with our listeners and find out how we can avoid hitting these deer. Listeners, we'll be right back. Eagle Auto Part is located in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. The Eagle Team is becoming the most recognized name in the recycling industry, serving not only West Virginia, but also Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. Eagle Auto Part inventory is computerized, racked, and ready for immediate pickup. Arch is our fast delivery service. With a very active presence on eBay, we have several distribution shipments daily. Eagle Auto Part processes all of our vehicles in the most professional manner, which ensures the quality of all of our parts sold. What can we do for you? Visit us on the web at eagleautopart.com 
or call 800-261-6664. That's 800-261-6664. Or send us an email at sales at eagleautopart.com. You have been listening to Eagle Auto Part on the Go podcast. Each and every week, we bring you new informative episodes. Make sure you download and listen. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to like, review, and share everywhere. Now, before we took our break, Doug Williams, the general manager of Eagle, and I were talking about the ratio of gears and living in D.C., where it's the most limited, so you probably won't hit a deer in D.C. But, Doug, what are some of the ways we could avoid hitting a deer? Well, there's several ways. Uh, you know, first of all, we could avoid driving between 6 and 9, but that's not very likely for a lot of people who work. That's, that's a, a high commute time, but that's the highest percentage of, of hitting a deer, especially, you know, in those months. But, you know, first thing, D.J., is slow down. And I know you hear that with, with everything because speed is what causes accidents. But when you're on a back road and it's a little curvy uh, or windy, you know, and that's when you come around a corner and, and there's a deer standing in the middle of the road. So just slow down during those hours, six to nine, especially on those roads, especially if it's wet. Uh, that creates a, a, a problem. So we just want to slow down a little bit is one thing we can do. You can use your high beams um, more as long as there's no oncoming traffic that you could possibly see the deer. And then, uh, you know, we travel, as you well know, uh, DJ, back and forth between our farm in southern West Virginia, and we're on 81 a lot in Virginia and 64 there in, in West Virginia. And, you know, I'll see a deer up ahead alongside the road, you know, just grazing. You know, there'll be out there two or three deer. And people will just whiz by there at 70, 75 miles an hour. When I see a deer anywhere on the side of the road, especially on an interstate traveling at those speeds, you know, I hit my brakes, I slow down. Because you just never know when that deer is going to be startled and, and run out. So when you see a deer, even if it's on the side of the road, you need to slow down. Immediately, you know, take your foot off the gas, start slowing down. If it's an interstate, uh, you can travel in the left lane as long as it's, you know, you're not impeding traffic because that gives you a little more time. If the deer are on the right side of the road, it gives you, you know, maybe another half a second to react before that deer would get all the way over into the fast lane. So I'll do that a lot at night. If there's no one on the road, I'll travel in that, in that fast lane. Just gives me a little extra um, chance there to maneuver. Um, you know, keep from hitting the deer. Um, so there's just a few things that we can do. The, the whistles and stuff you can buy that you put on the front of your car really have been shown to be ineffective. Uh, there are some car manufacturers, and I'm not sure, I think it's Hyundai that's coming out with some uh, some things that uh, do deter deer uh, that are built into the car. Uh, but they, they're, again, they're not, they've not proven themselves yet. You can always blow the horn. Uh, if you're a little far enough back, you could blow the horn. Sometimes that will startle them. You just have to be careful. You don't startle them to run out in front of you. Uh, but the other thing is, too, we kind of touched on in the beginning, is not to swerve. Because I know our instinct is not to hit something. It's just a natural reaction to want to swerve to miss it. But that's when the danger really comes in. 
because you swerve, you lose control, you can roll the car, end up down in the medium, you can hit someone else head on if you're on a two-lane road and you swerve to the left, which would be much worse than contacting the deer, although they can do a lot of damage. It's still not going to be as, as bad as hitting a tree or a bridge embutment or rolling your car over. So as much as you want to fight to swerve, you're really better off just to apply the brakes and brace for the impact because it's going to, in the long run, probably be safer. And I've heard a lot of times of people that the deer runs out, they swerve to the left of the missing, and the deer's running to their from their right to the left, and actually they swerve over in the other lane and end up hitting the deer anyway where if they just applied the brakes and stayed straight, they might have missed them. Yeah. So just a few tips there that can help, but it, it's just a, a very dangerous time of the year for deer, and we just really need to slow down and, and be be careful. And one other thing, we really need to watch these signs that say deer crossing ahead. And, you know, I'm sure some people wonder, well, you know, deer crossing there, um, you know, I don't see any deer in that, so there's really none there. But deer are very much a creature of habit. And they will use the same traffic patterns, you know, all the time. I know my son-in-law, Matt, is an avid hunter ever since he could walk. He's a little boy. He's been hunting the woods and knows the woods better than anybody I know. And we can be walking along, and he can just spot a deer trail. It, to me, doesn't look like anything. But then when you really start studying it, you can see the limbs are broke or just a little scuff in the ground. And then some of them are also well-defined. But deer use the same travel uh, highways like we do. You know, they, they use those same places. So, that, you know, when the, when the state puts those signs up for deer crossings, they're for a reason because there's been more deer hits and that one mile, two mile, three mile, whatever that sign says, than any other place on that highway. So we really need to pay attention. When we see that sign, we need to, again, slow down, be on top awareness, highly uh, of our surroundings, and be looking for those deer. If you do those things, you can uh, you can uh, help yourselves avoid a deer crash, I believe, by, by, a, by a large margin. See, I agree with you. Sheila and I, our former home, we had a lot of deer in our backyard. And they came the same time, the same route every evening around five thirty, six o'clock. And all of a sudden you look out in the backyard and there's two or three of them. And they came the same way every night. So it makes sense. Yeah, they do that. And, and the other one thing I should have mentioned when you said two or three, if you see one deer like run across the road and let's say it's 300 feet in front of you and you're traveling, you know, at 25 miles an hour, you need to slow way, way down because where there's one, there's always two or three. Very, very seldom do you see just one deer. And if that deer crosses in front of you, you think you're safe, you go ahead and start accelerating. Well, the other two or three might be coming. That might not have been the last one in the train. So if you see one cross the road in front of you, you need to slow way down because more than likely there's more coming. Well, my friend, this has been a great episode how about if I leave, and what we're going to do is if I leave a, a good thought with everybody, and then Chuck will leave his thought with everybody, and then we'll we'll kind of wrap this baby up. How about we do that? Yeah, yeah. Give us some words of wisdom here, if you would. A little words of wisdom. And only because I watched a very rude person the other day. So here's what I have for you. Being rude 
is easy. It doesn't take any effort, <laughs> and it's a sign of weakness and insecurity. Kindness shows a great self-discipline and a strong self-esteem. Being kind is not always easy. When dealing with rude people, and I saw one the other day, kindness is a sign of a person who has done a lot of personal work and has come to a great self-understanding and wisdom. Choose to be kind over being right. And you'll be right every time because kindness is a sign of strength. And my son-in-law, Doug, said to me one time, you're too kind. You're <laughs> and I told him, I would rather go to my grave being kind than being rude. Amen. There's my words of wisdom for today's episode. Yeah, you are so right. You are so right. And there's, I think today with the economy, with all the stress and strain of political that we're going through in our country, that there are some people who just want to be rude just to be rude instead of oh, understanding. Yeah. The I agree with you. I think even since COVID, DJ, you know, people just have no patience for anything, it seems like, and the least little thing, they're upset, and, you know, the road rage. I, I agree. I, I think... Uh, I think the stress and stuff is, is really wearing on a lot of people, and they, they are. They're just, they're just plain rude. You're right. Well, I'm going to tell all of our listeners that this, will be a, this next segment is Chuck Camp, who's our producer, is going to tell you things that you may not have known, but he will share with you. Well, for this segment, let's take you back to the 1950s for some interesting stories. In November 1950, a farmer in Lundberg, Germany, reported that a number of his chickens had exploded with a loud bang while running across the barnyard. Investigators concluded that the chickens must have eaten bits of carbide left behind by Allied soldiers during recent maneuvers. When the carbide combined with water in their stomachs, the resulting gas caused them to blow up. And in May 1951, Miami drugstore owner Ralph Pearson revealed that he had been practicing his skills as a hypnotist on his customers. Through hypnotism, he had transported his customers in their minds to other places, making them believe they were flying on an airplane or at a soda fountain kissing a woman. He also put his powers to practical use, such as by curing people of smoking. Although he complained that this was cutting into his cigarette sales, he did it anyway. And finally, December 29, 1953, Toronto boxer Les Stork entered the ring, took one look at his opponent, and passed out. It took a doctor 10 minutes to revive him. And back to the hypnotist story, I took my wife to hypnosis to stop smoking. She stopped that very moment that she walked out and never smoked again. So if you're considering that, that might be the way to go. And this is Chuck. Back to the guys who really make sense. Doug, as a parting shot, what would you like to say to our friend? I think the episode was great on deer watching, making sure you don't get hit by a deer, what to do in case you do. But what's your parting shot for these listeners of ours? Well, again, uh, you know, we just don't, we don't want anybody to get hurt or wreck their car or endanger themselves. So, just slow down. I mean, that's really what it all comes down to. Slow down, be more aware. 
of your surroundings, especially in the evening, especially in the month of November. Uh, just just be careful, and uh, I, and, and it, it'll definitely you'll increase your chances of not hitting a deer, especially if you live in our great state, because there's a chance one in 37, don't forget, that are going to hit a deer this season in, in West Virginia. I want to thank all of our listeners, and please let us know. Dial our special number, 706-409-5603, if you want to hear something on this podcast, because remember... This is your podcast. This is DJ Harrington and Doug Williams saying thank you very much. And if you're looking for a recycled part, I want you to think Eagle Auto Parts.